Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Now that is how you get her done. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, even at the World Series, which starts on Tuesday, where the Dodgers will be as we bloviate the overnight hours away from border to border on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, emanating live from inside the magic Radio Box, also known as the Geico FSR Studios, and glad you could spend some time with us. We are back at it. Another week of programming is underway here on Fox Sports Radio, and don't bury the lead, my man, in baseball. Forget the NFL, right? It's the early part of the NFL season still. We're not even at the midway point of the NFL. It's all about Major League Baseball, where Cody Bellinger, 
smashing the go-ahead home run, a solo shot in the seventh inning, and the Dodgers, who had to rally back from not one, not two, but three different deficits in Game 7 of the National League Championship Series, and they were able to muster up enough offense each time to do it, and they beat the Atlanta Braves 4-3. to What a classic Atlantic choke job. Atlanta Braves in lockstep. You look at all the Atlanta sports teams. They, they, they have gagged at every possibility. Of course, the most famous, the Atlanta Falcons, who had a 28-3 lead over the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But how about the Atlanta Hawks, who had drafted Luka Doncic, who's been the breakout star in the NBA in the last couple of years, and they traded his rights. They traded his rights. Who, who goofed? I've got to know. But we are set up now for a World Series that is class warfare. You have the big-budget Dodgers against the nickel-and-dime Tampa Bay Rays, and it all begins on Tuesday, the Fall Classic in Arlington. And Mookie Betts, who had a great defensive play, a game, uh, not a game-saving, but a home-run-saving catch. Could have been a game-saving, depending on how you look at it. A home-run-saving catch for the Dodgers. Atlanta also had a massive base-running blunder in the fourth inning. Thank God for that. Braves had runners on second and third, nobody out. And somehow, Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley ended up getting doubled up because of some aggressive base running gone wrong. So anyway, listen, the Dodgers are going back to the World Series for the third time in four years. It is almost a birthright. Now they have to win. They've The last couple of World Series they've been in, we know how... That went down. You had the cheating Astros, who've now been eliminated. Thank God for that. They're dead. We love that. The Astros will not rise up to play another game this season. And then you had the cheating Astros, their former coach, Alex Cora, go to Boston and spread the cheat from Houston into Boston. And those were the 27-2018 World Series. But the Dodgers are back. So the question, all right, how were they able to do it? They were dead. They were in hospice. The Dodgers were in hospice. They were down three games to one. They were buried. There was a line of clergymen coming in to give them their last rites, and the Dodgers ended up beating Atlanta. So I've got the loogie, the notch, and the aristocrats, and we will combine all these things together. Now, A, Dave Roberts did the thing that Dave Roberts normally doesn't do. He went outside of his comfort zone. This was not a paint-by-number situation. We've been very, very critical here. We've been very critical on the radio over the last couple of years about Dave Roberts and his in-game decision-making, which very rarely does he actually make any in-game decisions. It's whatever the talking points before the game are. Uh, the big one here, the big one in Game 7, Clayton Kershaw did not sniff the field. And that was wonderful. They kept Kershaw on ice. It would have been very easy if you go by the book and say, all right, we're going to bring Kershaw in. We're going to you know, go through the entire pitching staff. We're going to nurse this pitcher after pitcher. Dave Roberts, to his credit, and I believe this was Dave Roberts. I don't think this was a mandate from above, but he put his big boy pants on. He did. He stepped away from the tenets of analytics, at least in that game in the, in the later stages here. He spit a loogie. A big old fat juicy loogie into the Bible of Saber metrics. There, he did, and uh, I like it. I liked it a lot. And riding the coattails, 
right? Jumping on the back of Julio Arias and saying, all right, lead us to the promised land for three innings of hitless, scoreless baseball, goose egg after goose egg after goose egg for Arias, who was outstanding. And as a result, the Dodgers avoided not only did they avoid the thunder, they avoided the lightning. Thunder and lightning. I'm talking about Clayton Kershaw and Ken Lee Jansen. These guys who have made a habit uh, in recent times here of puking, taking a ride on the vomit comet in some of these big games. And Dave Roberts, he had Ken Lee Jansen warming up. He had him in the, in the bullpen. They were warming up, but he didn't go to him. And so this is hopefully a stepping stone. If you like the Dodgers, this is a stepping stone situation. You don't have to go by the paint-by-numbers situation, right? You you can be something other than a push-button manager, which, well, who cares? If you, if you have a push-button manager, if you don't trust your gut at all, uh, you can just hire some algorithm to manage your team. And we've been ranting and raving about this. While analytics are great, it gets you to a certain point, but they're not machines. People are not machines. Now, part B of this. So Dave Roberts, good job by him not going to Kenley Jansen and Clayton Kershaw, but the Dodger offense, this is a notch in the belt for the much maligned Dodger offense. They kept the pressure on. They did not fold up the tent when the Braves got a crooked number early in the game. And I I kept silent. I I bit my tongue, but Kike Hernandez and Cody Bellinger both hitting solo home runs, sixth and seventh inning for L.A., and we had mentioned coming in here that Atlanta had a couple of high-priced cars in the front of the rotation. They had Max Fried and Ian Anderson, the Porsche and the Maserati of that pitching staff at the beginning. Outside of that, you had a, a bunch of jalopies and cars that were okay, but Who? not all that great. And for, for the Dodgers to beat Atlanta's big guns was a shot of obviously confidence heading in to the World Series now, the Dodgers, the first NL team to rally back from down 2-0 and 3-1 in the same series. First time since the St. Louis Cardinals of the mid-'80s who did it against the Dodgers, and they had Jack Clark, Willie McGee, and Vince Coleman, players like that in the mid-'80s. That's the last time a National League team has done it. It's happened a few times in the American League. Now, it it absolutely helped. Now, I, I would be remiss if I did not give a tip of the cap to the Atlanta Braves because the Dodgers finally met their match of suckage in the Atlanta Braves as these guys collectively blew it. They're like, all right, hey, hold my beer. I'm going in. Right, Dustin May started this game for the Dodgers with eight consecutive balls out of the strike zone, right? He walked the first two batters. Then Ozzie Albies hit a ribby single. It was one to nothing after three batters into the game of a game seven. We know the biggest problem with the game seven is tight took his syndrome and, and how guys tighten up. They turtle up in these situations. And you figure Atlanta, you're playing with the lead. You've got a one nothing lead. Then Dansby Swanson hits the home run in the second. You're up two nothing. You got a crooked number. And that was almost it. That was almost it there as the Dodgers then tied the game on a two-run single by Will Smith because of the shift. Again, analytics, right? The shift. If the Braves have been playing normal, Will Smith doesn't get the two-run single. They got cute. He got the two-run single. Uh, and, and then, again, Austin Riley, he had an RBI single. So they went back ahead. So they are up one nothing, 2 nothing, and then 3-2. to two, and so the Braves had three different leads in a game seven 
with their one of their top two pitchers on the mound at the beginning of the game, and they gave it away. They blew it. Now, to Atlanta's offense, it seemed like it did seem per the perception that they were better than they were. They only had three hits in the game, but they had a lot of action on the bases. There were six walks by Dodger pitching. And considering that none of those came in the final three innings, they had six walks and three hits in the first part of the game. And so there were a lot of people on base for the Braves. Now, the other narrative here, I want to address it. I'll get back to the Dodgers and the World Series and all that. But I, I've heard a lot on television and I have read a lot online and different uh, pundits of baseball that the Atlanta Braves are here to stay, that this team is going to be part of the landscape and they are going to be a constant World Series type of team over the next couple of years. And I would be very careful before I make that statement. The Atlanta Braves, because I... I look at this, and I remember when the Cubs won the World Series a few years back, and they talked about, oh, my God, this Cub team set up. It's going to be a dynasty. They got all these young guys, and they're going to get better and better and better. Well, it doesn't always work out like that. Yeah, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ian Anderson, I think they're 22. Ozzie Albies is 23. Dansby Swanson's not that old. Max Freed, I think they're in their mid-20s. and. Uh, so they, they've got those those young guys, but f- don't fall for the fallacy of youth. You still have to go actually get it done, right? You have to get it done, and Atlanta couldn't get it done. These guys choke. They also have some free agents that are going to likely depart Georgia in the offseason. All right, last word here. So when you look at the World Series, the tail of the tape, just like a boxing match, you got to look at the tail of the tape. And... This scares me because the Dodgers have the advantage on paper from A to Z. The Dodgers are clearly the better team in this World Series. If you just base it off what has happened, which doesn't guarantee what's going to happen, but based on the data that we have, the Dodgers should win this World Series. They should win it in no more than six games. The Dodgers bring in the name brand players. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, a former MVP, a couple former MVPs, Clayton Kershaw. The Rays bring in a bunch of no-names to this, right? It's the Flotsam and the Jetsam on one side over here, and then on the other side you have the Aristocrats, right? which are the Dodgers. The, the Dodgers have the second-highest payroll in baseball. The Tampa Bay Rays are 28th in payroll. The Dodgers just gave out a forever contract to Mookie Betts uh, after getting him from the Red Sox. He will be a Dodger for well over a decade. He'll be in Los Angeles. Tampa, they might not even be in Florida, the franchise, by the time the Mookie Betts contract is done, if you know where I'm going with that. And as far as the whole pitching matchup, pitching and defense, the Dodgers statistically were better than Tampa Bay during the regular season. I'll say that's a wash. I'll even give the Tampa Bay Rays an edge defensively. I will say that Tampa Bay is a better defensive team from top to bottom than the Dodgers. So if I say the pitching's a wash, the defense a slight edge to the Rays, well, where's the big dichotomy here? Well, the big chasm, offense, offense, offense. The Dodgers were number one in run score. They were also number one in slugging. In all of baseball this season, they were fifth in on-base percentage, and that is the weak link of this Tampa Bay Rays team. That is it. They are they were 11th in on-base percentage, 15th in slugging, 21st in batting average. It is an open secret that Tampa, 
The reason they got to the World Series in large part it was because of an out-of-body experience. So how do you stop Tampa Bay, which has been on this great run? We thank them from the bottom of our heart for beating the Astros. Good job by Tampa. Good job. Fortunately, I'm on the other side in the World Series, but I still thank you for beating the Astros. Well, the key to beating Tampa Bay, this is not brain surgery. This is not that hard. It's just baseball. The new Mr. October, Randy Arozarena. This guy has been nutso for Tampa Bay. He's the incredible Hulk of the Tampa Rays. Seven home runs, 47 total bases in this postseason run. And that is the key. You want to kill the, the Tampa Bay Rays there, you cut off the head. The head is Randy Rosarena, who in the postseason, as I said, seven home runs, 47 total bases. You contain him, and then you've got around him a collection of mostly punch and Judy hitters that aren't going to scare the hell out of you around that lineup. And a lot of pitchers will be coming in and rotating in who are all about the same for the Tampa Bay Rays. So that's the situation heading in to the World Series, which will begin on Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Let's hear, though, before we put the baby to bed, let's hear from Dave Roberts, who pointed out, as we said in the monologue here, he decided to go with his gut and ride out his really outstanding relief pitcher in this game, Julio Urias. Kenley's been great. He's been absolutely great, and we wouldn't, be on our way to the World Series without him. Um, but I just think in that moment, Julio with the day's rest, how he was throwing the baseball in preceding days, what we asked of Kenley as far as usage wise, and just to kind of ride the hot hand right there. And, you know, Kenley was one of the first people that came and gave me a huge hug and congratulated all of us and talked about winning four more. So that just speaks to him as a leader and as a teammate. See, ride the hot hand. That is no analytical book. We'll say, ride the hot hand. It does not exist, right? It does not exist in analytics. They don't believe in that. And listen, I'm not, as I've, I've ranted and raved, I don't believe in momentum. I do believe in confidence. And when someone's got it going, where they're confident and they're succeeding, and when you succeed, it then leads to more success. And you start stacking stuff on top of each other. And that's what was going on there for the Dodgers. So they get the win. They're on to the World Series. They are a favorite to beat the Tampa Bay Rays and win the first championship since Tommy Lasorda was managing and Kirk Gibson was hitting the home run in Game 1, the only appearance he had in the 1988 World Series. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can call it a purple haze. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, celebrating 20 years now, this year, 20th anniversary of Fox Sports Radio, emanating live from inside the Magic Radio Box, also known as the Geico FSR Studios. We're back at it again. We, we're not going to shy away from baseball, but it is a football post-mortem. And one of the more surprising outcomes in the NFL was not a high-profile game. It took place in Minnesota. This was a matchup of two of the worst teams in football coming in, but the anticipation was that one team would play better than the other. Uh, not a glamour matchup. The 1-4 Vikings playing host to the Atlanta Falcons came in with an 0-5 record. Atlanta performing their first game, the Falcons, since firing Dan Quinn. He got poleaxed 
last week, and they replaced him with Raheem Morris, a former head coach from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On paper, this was set up for Minnesota to sneak back a little bit closer to respectability. Uh, What happened in the game, though, was appalling and horrifying if you happened to back the formerly purple people eaters of the Twin Cities. Now, I don't know if you saw this game. Maybe you didn't. It wasn't, as I said, a high-profile matchup. But Atlanta came out and took advantage of not one, not two, but three first-half interceptions by Kirk Cousins. And they jumped out of the gates to a 20 to nothing halftime lead and, of course, never looked back. Matt Ryan ended up with 371 yards passing and four touchdowns as Atlanta took a crowbar to the Vikings, a 40-23 to beatdown in the Twin Cities. And so now the Falcons and Vikings are dead even. They're dead even. One and five. One and five record for both the Vikings and the Falcons. Remember, the Falcons were supposed to be a, a playoff team. They were a, a team that was good last year. You figured they'd be a competitive team again this year. Uh, and, of course, the better story is in the losing locker room, which could be either one of these locker rooms. But in particular, it's all about what's going on in Minnesota, the drama-rama there in Minnesota. And Kirk Cousins, three first-half interceptions. He stays in the game. Mike Zimmer, and he's a defensive guy, and he oversees a defense which was wretched against the Atlanta Falcons offense. Let's hear from the two people in the crosshairs here for the Minnesota Vikings, that would be the aforementioned Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins. We'll hear from Zimmer first. You'll hear the question and the answer here, and it was all about whether or not to pull Kirk Cousins at halftime. Mike, is there ever a thought, like when he's struggling like that, to, to make a change just for the second half, just to be able to give the offense some life and maybe a fresh start? No. No! See, there you go. One word, he said no. Anyone watching the game was like, eh, you know, why not? What do you have to lose? All right, here's more from uh, Mike Zimmer, who points out the interception, that second interception, uh, that, uh, that was not a thing of art. There's so much ebbs and flows with the momentum throughout the course of the ball game. Obviously, that was not a, not a good one. I think, you know, the, the, the second one didn't, uh, you know, didn't help any, any that way as well. Uh, but, you know, we weren't able to run the football today. Um, you know, they laid their ears back and, and kind of tried to pressure them in different ways. And, and you know, we just, just didn't play very well. The only time, and I've watched football for a fair amount of time, the only time an interception is a good interception is on a Hail Mary pass just before halftime when you chuck the ball off from about 50 yards out. If it gets intercepted and that's it, that's like, ah, who cares? You took a shot. But almost any other game situation, interception is like, what do you do? All right, now Kirk Cousins, the man of the hour as well. And here is Cousins commenting on his status as the Vikings starting quarterback should this continue to be the story week after week. You just have to play well, you know, in this business. And the reality is if if the pace, you know, that I'm on in terms of the interceptions, if that were to continue, you know, I won't finish the season. I won't, you know what I mean? So uh, there's a little bit of, you know, you got to improve, whether it's, you know, them telling me, hey, we got to improve or, or them pulling me. You got to get better. And, and uh, that'll be what the rest of the season will be about for me, you know, trying to 
uh, protect the football as best I can uh, because uh, when you turn the ball over, you know, it really hurts your chances to win. And um, I know that, you know, and uh, just need to improve as, as we look ahead to the rest of the season. All right. So he's admitting he knows this. He's also admitting the obvious that the Vikings can say uh, sayonara, goodbye, see you later, arrivederci to any kind of postseason sitting at one and five. As an absolute fact, based on history here, you're not going to make the playoffs in that situation. So this is a see you later situation as far as the postseason is concerned. So what about some of the speculative reports that Mike Zimmer's going to be in some trouble now, that Kirk Cousins, that both these guys are in some danger? So let us discuss. Are you going to buy or sell? Buy or sell the Vikings making wholesale changes as far as the coaching staff and the quarterback? And I am going to sell this. I'm not going to buy this. Not that it shouldn't happen. It should. There should be some kind of price to pay, but it's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. I've got the traveling band, ozone layer, and collateral damage. And we will combine all these things together. Now, number one. Number one. Viking ownership had a choice. They were at a fork in the road in the offseason. They decided to give Kirk Cousins a contract. His contract was winding down, and instead of cutting the cord, chop, 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 they decided, you know what, we're going to extend and throw money at Kirk Cousins. This is what we're going to do. We're going to throw money at him, and so they did. Cousins is locked up. They gave him a new $66 million extension, which is one-six away from the sign of the devil, through the 2022 season. Uh, Mike Zimmer also had limited time left on his contract. You might remember, maybe you don't because there's been an apocalypse going on this year, but he was given a new lease on life. Mike Zimmer, he got a contract extension just this past summer that goes through the 2023 season. So they doubled down. They got to the crossroads, the fork in the road. They doubled down on both the coach and the quarterback, which means for better or worse – The Viking brass has decided to keep the traveling band together, even though the band is out of tune. It's out of tune. I think somebody stole some of the instruments out of the band, but they're still together. And Essentially, what's happened here is they've made their bed of nails. Now they have to lay in it. Now, I I like Mike Zimmer. We support Mike Zimmer. He has not done a good job. He has not done a good job. Now, uh, who you want to blame for that? Is is it the game passed him by? Is it because he's spending too much time with his Instagram model girlfriend? I don't know what's going on, but he sucks. He's not coaching. He's not coaching this team the way he has in the past, where he coaches guys up. It's embarrassing the way the Vikings are playing now. And the second thing here, Kirk Cousins, this guy. Now, he has regressed into Dante's Inferno, if you will, and that is an understatement. Fire and brimstone have taken over. Now, Kirk Cousins was always a middle-of-the-pack. Occasionally, he'd be a little bit better than that. Middle-of-the-pack, slightly better quarterback. Now, he has become the ultimate mistake-prone disaster. And it happens in these quick pockets of doom. Remember the game in Seattle where the Vikings a couple weeks back against the Seattle Seahawks you know, played a pretty good first half, and then in the third quarter, right, a couple of plays, I think it was a couple of passes in a row, or two out of three, something like that, where Cousins screwed up and handed Seattle a bunch of points because of his incompetence. Cousins coming in to this week against Atlanta was the 24th-ranked quarterback 
in the NFL. And that number is going to go even lower. Kirk Cousins right now has a giant hole in his ozone layer. He's got a giant hole and some uh, some sunlight, some gases are getting in there. This game against a miserable Falcon defense, it's very important to point that out, how horrible Atlanta was. The reason they got rid of their coach in large part was because of the defense. They were blowing leads, but the defense was blowing these games. And so for the Falcons to perform the way they did and Cousins to struggle against that Atlanta defense, my God. And the numbers, the final numbers, do not look as bad as Kirk Cousins played. He had no touchdowns, three interceptions in the first half. His passer rating at halftime was 40.5. The Falcons turned those three Viking interceptions into 17 points. Kirk Cousins played like a limp dish rag in the first half of that game. And then in garbage time, abracadabra, hocus pocus, and Kirk Cousins goes into the Sorcerer's Workshop and cooks up some stat-stuffing potion. He had three touchdowns, no interceptions. He averaged 10.9 yards per attempt in the second half in a game that was over at halftime. So you look at the final numbers, they're still not great because of the three interceptions, but the second half of that game, Cousins was averaging almost 11 yards per pass attempt. He had a passer rating of close to 150. Meaningless garbage. Meaningless garbage time stats. So why is he not in danger of being benched? His performance would indicate that he is not worthy of continuing to start and he should take a step back. Have you seen the Viking depth chart? You've heard the phrase, we've all heard the phrase, put all your chips in one basket. The Vikings have done that. And Kirk Cousins, in many ways, is insulated because he has a substandard backup. Former Oregon State Beaver and L.A. Ram third-string quarterback, Sean Mannion, is the backup for the Vikings. So Mannion, who you could argue would not be that much worse than the way Kirk Cousins is playing right now, but that's the fallback plan. That's plan B, which isn't really a plan B for the Vikings. All right, final point. So as Minnesota continues to spread water in the uh, in the sewer there and, and, and really drink the water out of the sewer is what I should say there, and they're just going down the tank, uh, something is going to change. Now, I, I, I've said on the record, I do not believe that the Vikings are going to bench Kirk Cousins. I also do not believe that... There's any danger that Mike Zimmer is replaced as coach. So if not Zimmer or Cousins, who ends up being the fall guy? Who's the collateral damage? Now, using the powers of deductive reasoning, I have circled two names that are in some danger here for the Minnesota Vikings. One of them would be Gary Kubiak, the offensive coordinator. The other one is the co-defensive coordinator, Andre Patterson. Now, since Cousins has been the runt of the litter at quarterback, this falls at the doorstep of Gary Kubiak. He can be the fall guy because Cousins has played like a a rotting piece of meat. So you can say, hey, we'll, we'll get rid of the offensive coordinator, and then that's the problem. There's not a connection between Cousins and Kubiak. That's an easy move to make. The problem is that there's a bond, right? Zimmer and Kubiak, a couple old school guys, and they've been around together in different, different places. And so, so there's a connection there. Uh, it's more complicated also to get rid of Andre Patterson because every man, woman, and child 
who knows anything about football knows that Mike Zimmer really calls the shots. It would be the equivalent of Kansas City firing Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator when the play calling duties go to Andy Reid. Well, Mike Zimmer handles the meat and potatoes of the Vikings defense. And as weak as that has been, as pathetic, as anemic as the Vikings defense has been, uh, are you going to get rid of Andre Patterson, the co-defensive coordinator, and say, well, that's the guy. It's his fault. Makes no sense. So I would say Kubiak is the top guy, and then Patterson. There's always always the possibility that you, you fire whoever the special teams coach is just to shake it up, just to shake it up a little bit. But the winds of change will be blowing through the Twin Cities. It just won't be the usual top suspects, the coach and the quarterback. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. Coop Dalup, who's back from quarantine. So there was a report uh, from The Athletic last week that said some players on the Clippers were bristled at Kawhi's preferential treatment from the team. Uh, Lou Williams fired back over the weekend, calling for sources to be revealed. Do you believe the report, Ben? Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely believe the report, but th- this goes on with every team that treats its star players differently than the rank and file, and I will guarantee you that the Lakers had guys who were tired of LeBron getting special treatment. That's how it goes in any workplace. You think I like that Cowherd gets treated better than me? Hell no. And B, it's not why the, the, the Clippers were bums against the Nuggets. See, there's no correlation. Yeah, there were guys upset because Kawhi got special treatment. That's not why they gagged against Denver. And this is more that after-the-fact excuse-making, trying to find a scapegoat. Kawhi, as long as he's with the Clippers, is going to be given VIP status. And if you can't handle it, then you go play for another team. Next! So the Houston Texans have an open position for GM, and a, an interesting candidate has come up, uh, Daryl Morey. Uh, apparently people around the NFL think that he would be a great fit as a football GM. Do you agree? Let me tell you what's that. The NBA media has determined there's no way Daryl Morey's going to get a job again in the NBA, so let's get him a football job. But it's actually not that outrageous. Paul D. Podesta, who I knew when he was the Dodger GM, and he worked for the A's, he was part of Moneyball back in those early days, and with the Mets also, he's in the Browns front office. So there is a path there, and considering Daryl Morey supports Hong Kong, he can't work in the NBA because the NBA supports communist China, and, and Daryl Morey is like a nerd. He's Imagine him running an NFL team. He would be like, two point, never kick an extra point, go for two every time, never punt, go for it on fourth down because that's what the analytics tell you. Next! So the Denver Nuggets tweeted out a picture of franchise greats on Friday, and the Blazers took notice that the image was missing Carmelo Anthony. Do you think he should have been on there, Ben? No, of course. Listen, it's the Nuggets list. They can put whoever they want on the list. And the only active player they had was Nikola Jokic. That's it. They had a bunch of retired players, former Denver players. Uh, so this is not high crimes and misdemeanors. The Nuggets asked fans, who's your favorite player? By the way, Carmelo Anthony spat at Denver on his way out of town to go to the Knicks. I can't imagine many think of Carmelo as their favorite player. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How'd we do? You passed this edition. There it is. That's a winner. Put it on the board. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's time now for the Insta Advice Line. Un- 
Screen Radio. The safety net is off. And who needs our advice right now, today, in the present time? So it would have been easy to pull out a, a football name. There's many teams that did not play very well. We did a monologue earlier about the Browns. We also did one about the Minnesota Vikings, for example. Uh, those are easy. But the World Series starts on Tuesday, and America needs the Dodgers to win. All right? Dodgers haven't won the World Series in 32 years. Way back in 1988, the last time the Dodgers were the champions of baseball, and now they're four wins away. So advice to the Dodgers on beating the Rays and ending the 32-year World Series drought. We need your help here at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It is the Instant Advice Line, and we'll start out with you on Line 1. Hello, Line 1. Your advice to the Dodgers. I don't see Roberto. Uh oh. Uh oh. Right. Back, Roberto. Now we just need the where's my baseball guy. All right, you're next. Hello, line number three. Hello, line three. I'm Fudgy Kamal, and I'm running out of material. All right. Yes, you are, Fuzzy. You might want to change it up. <laughs> At least Fuzzy's admitting he's running out of material. You know what? Do a different impersonation. You know, find somebody else to do. All right, let's go next here. Uh, you go over to you on line four. Advice. To the Dodgers on beating the Rays and ending the 32-year World Series drought, they can do it this week if they get four more wins. Hello. All right. You're not there. We'll skip over here to the next line. It's live unscreened radio at 877-99 on Fox. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. Two hands, $20. Two hands, $20. All right. Two thank hands, you. Checking every box here for the regulars that call in. For the Instant Advice line, we're giving wisdom and knowledge to Dave Roberts and the Dodgers on how they can beat the Tampa Bay Rays and end a 32-year drought. Last time the Dodgers won the World Series, Ronald Reagan was the president. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Ben. I would suggest the Dodgers watch tonight's homecoming game featuring the greatest high school football player of all time, Kyler Cole Murray. All right, let me turn. Let me hit this button here. How embarrassing is it going to be when the Cowboys beat the Cardinals? How And Andy Dalton gets the last laugh on that. How embarrassing will that be? All right, you're next. We're giving advice to the Dodgers on how to beat the Rays and end that 32-year World Series drought. All right, you're not paying attention. You're live on the air when you hear my voice, dummy. What's wrong with you? 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Yes, you're on the air. Hello. All right. Not paying attention again. Every moron is calling in right now. Where are the people that know how this works? Let's go over here. This guy, Line 6, will not let me down. Hello, Line 6. Two hands, $20. Two hands. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do we only have four? We have like four people that call. What happened? We used to have so many different voices on this. I'm just going to have to get rid of this bit if we have the hey, same four people that call up. 877-996-6369. We're giving advice to the Dodgers on how to win the World Series this week against Tampa Bay. Hello, you're on the air. Line three. Hello. Hi, uh, Ben. Uh, I have the red-headed albino-looking guy. Oh, together. look at that right over there. It's Gordy from Ottawa. We'll hang up on you. Thank you, Gordy. At least it's a different voice. I did get the mail from Gordon, though. I did pick up the mail. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, go. 
I found a Skittle in my belly button, and I ate it. How'd it taste? Oh, he's gone. I bet you, like, a purple Skittle probably would taste good if it's been in your belly button for a while. I think it would still taste good. Let's go over there. You are next here. Advice to the Dodgers on beating the Rays this week and ending the 32-year World Series drought. Lopez won. The, Ra- uh, the Raiders didn't lose, and the Dodgers won. What a weekend to be a Mexican. There it is. Supermarket Steve checking in. Giggity, 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 giggity. Yeah, you're on the air. Hello. All right, you're moving some things around there. Thank you for that. Well, this is a debacle. What a fiasco. Let's do one more, only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. Pick the final call on the Line instant advice. Line five, you are on the air. Line five, advice to the Dodgers, go. Drink more chocolate milk. There you go. Chocolate milk is the key. It does a body good. That's all the Dodgers need to win the championship. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.